Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Rolls, a D&D podcast where there are no small rolls and definitely no more frosted cakes for Gwendolyn. <laughs> Step away from the cake. <laughs> I'm David Knight, your Dungeon Master, and I'm joined by these weary travellers. Say hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hello. Long time on the road. Back to just our usual cast this week. <laughs> uh, but shall we get into our second arc of the series? <gasps> oh, my God. No, I'm not ready. I'm going back to the fair. No. <laughs> Let's cue the theme tune. your party of players and polyhedral dice your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice seize your sheets and d20 let's play D &D. you'll have your character swaggers with daggers in each hand you've all discussed what you must but even best laid plans take a turn when checks are missed roll initiative brandish your blades don't fail your saves. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is your story. No guts, no glory. Confront your fate with every roll. Every Inside one who will pay the price, their chance of success will rest upon the dice. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is no small rolls. So, having discovered Gaius in nothing but his mask and a cravat, he explained that he had found himself in a game of strip card game. <laughs> That's what he called it. Oh, there's a merch idea. And it turned out he was not the most successful player. You were all invited to join and realised that one of the participants, Hilda, actually had Deacon's compass. Deacon proposed a game to win it back and along with Junorin and Kidu proceeded to gamble their possessions and the possibility of removing Gaius's mask. With a little guidance from Juna, Deacon won the game, and when Gaius tried to wander away, he heard the sounds of a murder happening in another room. Murder. You all sprang to action and dived in to find Alec Luda being attacked by the same Hex members who had attacked you all the night before. 
Taking them out easily, and with Deacon landing the final blow, Hilda suggested that you all leave whilst the guards dealt with the Hex members. Outside, Juno and Orin approached Gwendolyn with news about Dwayne's lover, who it turned out had also been fooled by the fabulous bard and was none too happy about it. <laughs> After dancing the day away, you left Berry and Fields and made your goodbyes to Deacon, turning your attention to the task at hand. So, uh, a few days have passed travelling on the road. Anything you want to do before you reach Vernock Rise? I do want to do a charisma check. Yeah, sure. What are you asking? I want to ask about Lord Berrien. Cool. Make a, yeah, make a quick charisma check. Natural one. <laughs> well, fuck is the answer. What are you doing when you make this? Are you out travelling? Are you resting? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm resting. Okay. Are you taking watch at the time with anyone? Yeah, I'm taking watch. I'd like to do this when I'm awake. If Enkidu's taking watch, I'll take watch with him, but don't necessarily need to be part of this. No, that's absolutely fine. Yeah, that's fine. In which case, Juno, what are you doing whilst this watch is happening? I am going to take a moment to think back to Rowana, who Juno still hasn't really let go of. She's just going to take herself off and sit down and do uh, her meditation that she taught to Gwen, where she sort of cups her hands like a flower in front of her, just sort of goes off on her own, takes the seven breaths and just sort of thinks of Rowana and what she's doing and if she's alive. Yeah, spend some time just sort of ritualising, coming Mm. to peace with Rowana. As you're sort of taking these seven breaths, first of all, you hear a small flutter of wings. And you just feel like a, a very tiny, like, weight on your leg. So I'm going to open my eyes and have a look. What kind of bird do you see? It has to be a raven, I think. We sent mm-hmm. a raven off. I think a, a raven's flown back. And uh, mm. that, that's what's sitting on my knee. As you sort of sit there looking at this raven, there are a few impressions that you get. First of all, you don't think that this raven has necessarily flown back? The flutter of wings that you've heard has just been very localised to you. It's not been above you, it's not been anywhere else, it's just been there. And the other thing is that you get the very strong sense that you are somehow connected to this small bird. It sits there. It looks a little bit confused. Kind of looks up at you. Looks at itself. Pecks at its own feathers. uh, And it looks back at you. And then in Ruana's voice, it just says, Juna, behind you! Can you, um... (laughs) Actually, I'll roll this. Whilst you're stood there, suddenly Enkidu, with a sword, comes swinging down for a killing blow. With that little bit of help, though, you manage to just dive out of the way, but you sort of scramble up. And Enkidu is not himself. Physically him, but you can see that there's almost like a shadow across his face, almost as if there is somebody else stood there at the same time that is slowly puppeting him. And he's got a sword out and he sort of turns his attention to you. What are you doing? It's Enkidu. Yeah. And it's not Enkidu. Mm-hmm. You can see that there is something else sort of shrouding his eyes, his face. You can almost see as his arm raises to strike you again, oh my that a God. secondary arm sort of like pulls it up. Oh, my God. Uh, big fan. Big fan. Yes. <laughs> I mean, no, but yes. <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think what Judah would do is like just look like dead into his eyes and hope that, you know, knowing that he has these sort of connections in his brain, I think she's going to just look him dead in the eye and just, not word of radiance, but with a similar intensity, just say, Enkidu! 
just to sort of try and ground him. Mm-hmm. And Kiji, can you make a charisma saving throw, please? Uh, 18. 18. So this is a very odd experience for you, but you can feel the bad guy inside of you. Mm. As you sort of, like, reached in to ask, ask and inquire with the voices within, he has taken the opportunity and just wrenched you backwards. And so there is this very odd experience for you in which you're suddenly inside your own head. Fuck. Unable to control yourself. And he's sort of pulled a sword out of out of nowhere and has gone for Juna. And just in the sheer panic and seeing her in front of you and shouting your name, you just do exactly the same back to him. It's almost like you have to reach forward, grab him and throw him behind you. And as you do, the experience ends. You are back in control of yourself. You have your the sword in your hand. You can move your own body. Oh, the first thing I do, I bamf the sword away. Like, no, no, not that. No. And Kido, are you all right? Are you all right? Yeah. What did he do? What did he say? He didn't say anything, but he tried, whoever you're talking about, tried to make you swing your sword at me. Fucking hell. I can't. And I, I just grab her shoulders and like, I look in her eyes like, did he hurt you? Are you are you alright? I'm absolutely fine, Enkidu. And she sort of like <laughs> I imagine like for her to give him some sort of like hug round the shoulders <laughs> oh. is sort of quite high up, but she tries to sort of be the 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 top, the one on top in a hug. Oh. Like as best she can. Gosh. Sort of just holds him tight. Enkidu's shitting himself. This moment of tenderness kind of just breaks something in him and he's just He's blubbing. He's crying. He can't. He can't take it. He can't hack it. It's. It's horrible. Enkidu, is there something we can do to help you? I don't. I don't think so. I. <sighs> he just needs to go. He has to get out of there somehow. Do you know how? No. I don't even know how he got in. I. <sighs> I'm so lost. I'm so lost. I have no answers. No clues. I don't even have a destination in mind. Who would know about what to do? I don't even know anything about him either. I just... <sighs> and Kidu, would would you like to tell your story or are you not ready? I think I need a cup of tea first. That sounds like a great idea. <sighs> Everyone else that's sort of asleep, obviously there's been a bit of chaos. Have any of you woken up? Um, would it have set off my alarm spell? Mm. Every night I will set up uh, my little alarm perimeter, but what I've done is I've changed it so the bell will ring off only in my head so it won't wake anybody else up, it'll only wake me up. Is it only when people pass through the... Yes, yeah. I'm not sure it would have done then. No, okay. Yeah, Enkidu would have been inside the alarm, mm-hmm. inside the perimeter, and it's just sort of taken over his body. So yeah, not necessarily. Cool. But Juna did say... She did shout his name. Shout yeah. Enkidu's yeah. Oh, yeah. I said Enkidu loud. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Probably, probably rustling up, just being like. Yeah. I suppose, yeah. Like, if any of you do wake up, you just see the two of them having a sort of a gentle hug, quite a caring oh. hug. Yeah. With a very knowing looking raven. <laughs> just yeah. floating about. The raven very much just hopping around Juna, flying up to nearby trees, but then very much staying near Juna. It's my new familiar. <laughs> Does Juna say Juna's that? Fine familiar. Is that Juna? Yeah. Okay. That's Vicky. That's Juna Vicky. Vicky's doing a very yeah. happy dance right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, stay really still. 
because I think I just saw breakfast. Juna, stay really still. <laughs> Guy. Has anyone got anything that could shoot that bird? Do you want me to fire about it? Let's do it. Boys, boys, boys. What? What? Do you know who this raven is? Who the raven is? Oh, you is? didn't name it's... the raven, did you? Juna, we've name... talked about this. You can't. I didn't name the raven. This is Ruana. What? This what? is Ruana. I can't tell you how I know, but but it is. I look at the raven. And, and then, Kidu, just a moment ago, it's Ruana who told me what was happening. What happened? She's here, and I have a feeling that she's here to help us through me. And she may be gone, which is the impression I get, but she's not completely gone. Can I wave to the bird and see how it reacts to me after seeing what she saw? Mm. It, um, it, oh. Is it is it you or me who? Well, no, yeah, it's your familiar. You're in yeah. control. I'll just right. voice her whenever you need to have a conversation. Oh my god, have you got a what? voice? <laughs> Amazing. Yes, yeah, yeah, we uh, really? Yeah. Oh, of course, of course, of course. You so are just... not welcome here. <laughs> That's what I'm just she so says. excited to find. Like I've wanted one since we started playing. Oh. I could take the feet at level four. Um, Rowana jumps onto Enkidu's arm, just sort of like slowly and gingerly walks up to his shoulder and just sort of nestles its beak on the side of his face in a sort of like yeah. She saw him swing for Juna, but she kind of understands that it wasn't really him. To make him feel understood. Oh, I'm going to slowly, like, wipe, wipe my eye first and then, you know, just gently pat Ruano in the head. <laughs> so can the raven actually talk to everyone? No, only to you, Juno. Okay, okay. <laughs> We're just having a cup of Twain Tide. Why don't we all sit down? I'll make some tea. What, what time is it? Tea time. Tea time. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've something important to share. Um, Juna places the tea in his hand and gives him a tap on the shoulder. His hands are shaking, grabbing the, the cup. I, uh, I've kept it secret for the selfish thought that maybe I was protecting you or maybe I was just protecting myself and not wanting to get close, but it's come to a part where, where it's now dangerous. I'm a danger to the group. Oh. You should at least know why. Well, I grew up in the streets of Dram, no parents to speak of, and I was taken in by a uh, a lady of the night. And she took me back to her establishment, where she lived and worked, and the people were good to me. I didn't have a name, but one day, this man had the king's livery on, him and his men, come by, order of the king and they slaughter everyone inside I got out through the chaos and I lived in one of the streets and then long story short I met some friends really good friends we lived and fought and died for each other in those streets and we made a name for ourselves you know weren't exactly legit business but you know we survived we stuck together my four best friends Gilgamesh Hina Cow, light, loads of adventures together. We took over establishments in the city, but we got a bit too successful, if you know what I mean. The hex came sniffing around and we had to leave. They were dangerous. That's when I look at Gwendolyn and I say, this is my most dangerous secret. At the time when things were getting dangerous, Gilgamesh said, 
that he was a bastard son of King Harish and that he wants to make a claim for the throne. So Gilgamesh's mission becomes our own. And by the way, when I say that this man is my king, he's my everything, he's my brother, he is my, he is a, literally a part of my soul. He gave me my name, my birthday. I don't, I don't know that. I don't know how old I am. He gave me everything. So yes, we went to Dravain and Gwendolyn, like you saw, we formed a plan. We snuck into the palace. We spent months on the road training, preparing for it, and we snuck into the palace. We didn't hurt anyone, didn't set off any alarms, and we made our way into the king's bedchamber, where we offered our services. The plan was to make ourselves useful to him, invaluable to him, show him our skills. Our unique aspect of life should give something different for him to use. It wasn't that easy. He allowed us to stay, and he made us uh, trainees with the palace guard. So, we spent time training different skills, fighting techniques, histories, languages. We learned all those for five years. And then when it time for us to uh, graduate, if you will, we were sent on a training mission towards the Iron Mountains where we were ambushed by the same man who attacked the brothel I grew up in. I know nothing about this man who sent him after us, why he was after us. I just know his name. <sighs> don't know if his last name, code name, soldier name, I don't know. Alcibiades is his name. And he took that big sword and all, I don't know, 20 of his men that we threw down. In the middle of the fight, some explosion happened. Don't know from whence it came, how he got there. When I woke up, he was gone, my friends were gone, his men were dead, and I had all these voices in my head. After a month of wandering, I ended up in the Lockhart Woods, and now he's inside my head, waiting, waiting for his chance. Chances like just now. So I need him gone. I needed him gone. Yesterday, Last week, day before, I need him gone. Now, I need my friends back. I can't. Yeah. Whoa, buddy, that's a lot. That's a. That's a big life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do Do you know of any way of getting him out that you've heard of? No, I'm clutching onto anything I can find. Well, there was one disturbing thing. I had a strange conversation with Crow, and without me prompting anything, he knew I had Alcibiades in my self, in my head somewhere. He said, you should let him out. He's really good at killing. I don't know how he knew he was in there, because the... Well, I can commune with the people inside. No one else can hear them. So I don't know how he knew they were there without me saying anything to him. Had he seen in some alternate future? Somehow? He may have. Maybe he saw what just happened now. Or maybe Um, something in a different timeline triggered him to come out sooner. Yeah. Maybe we changed something with the divination table when we smashed it, I don't know. 
Yeah. These other things, people, voices in your head, they're your friends? Yeah, they're my friends and I somehow gain, I think, some of their abilities. It's why I, and I can't control it. It's why I, every time I want to use a weapon or a power, something random comes out. I don't have a grip on it. I'm using, using memories of my time together, fighting with them, learning with them. And that is what gives me strength. I even feel their presence when I use certain of these abilities. It's all new. It's all random. It's so frightening. They, they just... Flash of light. Disappeared. You're on your own. They're all in your head. Yeah. Nothing left behind. No bodies, no clothing, no, no anything. No, well, I can get their weapons somehow. I've, I don't know if it's their actual weapons or some kind of magical recreation of their weapons. I, I, there's so much I don't know. When you went on this mission and stuff, like into the mountains and things, how long ago was this? This is a month before Tillisham. So the, and you were sent there by the king. Y- yeah, which right. which king? Well, which king, yeah. Hang on a minute, you, you, you said you've been walking for a month then, Kidu. The king's been passed away for a, a good six years or so. Six? No, no, damn it. Are you, are you sure that it's, it's not been longer? No, I'm not sure. So yeah, it's in this moment, Enkidu, that you... You've heard that the king has been dead for six years already by this point, but it's not quite clicked. Yeah. Because for you, it has only been a month since that situation. And you have a sudden realization that you don't know what has happened in those six years before, since the king's died. Or maybe it's longer for you. Who knows? Oh, no. Oh, no. Enkidu, there will always, if something is possible, there is someone that will understand it. There is someone that can help you. We just need to find the right person. It's not any of us, but we'll find them. Uh, yeah, we could go like a temple, some of those holy people. They uh, sprinkle the water on you. They say five Hail Marys and then boom, you're done. So like we could just find one of those people, right? Yeah, don't know about that. <laughs> Who's Mary for a start? (laughs) (laughs) Why why are you trying to hail her? Is she a cab? (laughs) Why don't you do some hail Jennies? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Jenny moving her way up through the ranks. (laughs) She is a goddess. Mayor of Tillisham. God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm starting the social media campaign. Like, like Jenny for Mayor. Jenny for Mayor. Jenny for Mayor. Jenny for God. On it. (laughs) Jenny for God. And Kidu. Yes. So, do you mind me asking, you went there with the king's bastard son, is that right? Yes. What were you intending to get out of it? Recognition. You know, you've lived the life we've been, come from a place where we've come from, you want something better for yourself. And once we proved ourselves invaluable to him, you'd see that he'd have that worthy successor. We'd still get to be together and, you know, make a difference somehow. I don't know. We were, we needed to get out of Dram. And this was as good a reason as any to get out of there. And this Gilgamesh, this son of the king, did, 
Ah, uh, he he was one of the ones that disappeared, was he? Yes, he's now with us right now. Whoa. Really? Wow. Well, he hears everything. Everyone inside me hears everything I hear oh. and sees everything I see. Wow. They're like Alexa. Who? Is that a, is that another god? I know it's just an invention I made once uh, back in the back in my workshop. Uh, it didn't work. The privacy was was out of control on it. It was it was a nightmare. I, I sold one and they just brought it right back. Um. <laughs> We're uh, not going to be sponsored by Amazon then, Ben. <laughs> Future self cut that. <laughs> and and oh Kiyu, but it was really handy, and everyone loved it. <laughs> and Kiyu, I got a question, which is this uh, Gilgamesh guy? Did he ever tell his pops like what, who he was? No, he's too dangerous. You, you got to think a royal palace full of people. We we were street urchins, you know. Even if we dressed ourselves in finery and educated ourselves in the world and languages. That, that is still going to follow us. There are jealous people, nobles with ambition, plotting, rumours. That followed us everywhere we go. We had to keep that Yeah, don't absolutely I'm... tight until the last, you know, the opportune moment. Yeah, absolutely. I understand. Um, but he said to you, Gilgamesh, that he wanted to su- succeed his father. Is that true? Yes. To be a legitimate heir? Yes. But he just didn't know how to do that. But he wanted to be close to his dad. Yeah, exactly. And who else? Did anyone else know who he was? Oh snap! No, it was unknown. Just, just us in the in the circle. Just us five. Maybe that's the reason why and, you got ambushed. Mom. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't. I know nothing about Alcibiades. Um, can who I he ask? Really did, works for. Have I ever heard of Alcibiades? Just in. Mm, no, I'm just without rolling. No. Cool. You wouldn't have done. Can I roll? No, like, okay. I don't think... No, no for all cool. intents and purposes, so he, yeah, was, like he a... was just like a, like a captain of the, of the King's Guard in some way or other. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so, yeah, not someone that Juno ever would have... Had anything to do with. Yeah. So, Gilgamesh, where, you met him, what, just in Dram? Like, where? In Dram, on the street. On the street. Yeah. Dram is the capital of uh, Dravain, is it? No, Dram is a city far to the southern end of Dravain and is known to be a criminal hotspot. Right, okay, so, cool. And yeah. Yeah. but but it's the other side of the iron chain. Oh hey. right. yeah. Vicky is holding up a map to the camera for all of our listeners. <laughs> Check out our social media for the map of Elton Pier. Yeah. I, I, I pronounced that really weirdly, sorry. Elton Pier. Elton Pier. Elton Pier. John <laughs> Jr. <laughs> That's cool. And yeah. also the map of Dravain, which is also on our social media. Hell yes. Very early on, so do scroll right down. <laughs> like everything on the way through. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Chuck us a like. It doesn't cost you anything. <laughs> Wait, it doesn't so cost you anything. <laughs> Who have I been paying all this time? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. No, no, don't worry. No, keep keep that bank transfer coming to me, David. Oh, sure. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Do the likes. <laughs> uh, but in summary, no, you. You don't know him, Juno. Cool. Is that <laughs> where we're at? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Good luck, editor. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Um... <laughs> and Kidu. Yeah. So who is, who is this Gilgamesh's mother then? 
Just a farmer. Just the elvish farmer. He said she was cast aside because she claimed she had a relationship with the king. No one believed her or either they wanted to keep it quiet and she was cast aside. She very tough to make it on her own. She was she wasted away. Gilgamesh ended up on the street. And um, if we were able to like uh, exercise the bad guy, does that mean that Gilgamesh in your head would go as well? Would you want that? Or I don't know. I don't know if they all exist as one entity or... Well, I can only talk to one... When I reach inside and want to talk to anyone in there, it's only one person at a time. I can't talk to the group. You can't choose who you got. I can't choose, no. Uh, that would be helpful, damn it. It would be helpful. That's why I yeah. try to check in so often tentatively because I know what this, what this fuck is like. Presumably, though, to have your friends there is is better than having your friends dead. Oh, absolutely. It's the only hope I hang on to, that if they're here inside my head and they, they give me the strength, the, the company I've had for oh, however long they've been like this. So we just have to free uh, them, don't we? And then deal with the bad guy once they're all freed yeah um are we going to fallus vale is that where we're going you're headed to vernock rise vernock rise okay fallus vale was where the mage the consortium that's like where the universities and stuff like that yeah Yeah, fallus vale um fallus vale is like the um it's like the ruling capital of the of dravane but it's not where the king resides the king resides down in mervi but in Forlos Vale, you've got the Lord's Assembly, the Arcanist Consortium, all of like the Parliament and like the governance happens mm. in Forlos Vale. Okay. But the actual sort of throne is down in Mervi. It's like if Windsor was the was the mm. royal seat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know that my my father went to study in Forlos Vale. There may be a great deal of people with a lot of learning, perhaps. Ooh. The bigger cities we go to, perhaps the more likely we are to find somebody who can help you. Maybe. True. But it's also why I'm so scared about running into the consortium. I. They have agendas, clearly. They don't hide that they have stuff going on. I never mm. dealt with them personally, but I knew. I heard whispers. I knew. I've seen people like them a lot. And. I don't trust them, not for a second. And I'm quite worried, actually, about being in their pockets. I, I suppose we'll find out what it is that we'll be getting involved when, when we get to Vernock Rise. It, it seems like the person that we spoke to wasn't too happy about what the consortium were doing either, so that's true. hopefully that'll lead us in the right direction. Agreed. It, failing all else, there's a place quite far away that I spent quite a bit of time in called Splinter Falls and I'll bet if we don't find the answer to your problem anywhere else we'll find it there Splinter Falls? Splinter Falls Splinter Falls. It's full of magic and wizards and all of that kind of stuff but it's quite a long way from here so And roughly hewn wood <laughs> <laughs> Thank you This is the There'll be a way yeah. There'll be a way it might take a while, but sometimes we've got to be patient. Yeah. If I'm ever feeling stressful, Enkidu, and I need to calm down, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm sorry, Deuce, what Judah would do. I have to, I can't help myself. Does she do the butterfly thing? The, the uh, 100%, thing. yeah. Okay. 20, 20 breaths. <laughs> 20 a little bit of self-care, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seven. Guided meditation. It's very important that it's seven breaths. If I'm ever feeling stressed, then Kidu, and I need a time to get back to my thoughts... What I do is I make this flower shape and I sit and I take seven deep breaths and uh, it, it calms me down and clears my mind. I would I would recommend it. Thank you, do. Thank you. I have actually just for you, um, Vicky, I have I, I planned a lesson the other day about self-care for the kids and I used oh. the flower technique. <laughs> yes. In one yes. of the techniques and now we've got it on our wall as one oh of the techniques we'll do. Do, do you know it's what? Real, real do you know what I'm te- I'm teaching tomorrow, and the, the topic of the week is how to deal with anger. And I'm going to teach them flower technique. <laughs> you Thanks, do it, mate. <laughs> Lesson planning so for all of our listen uh, listeners. You should try it yourselves. <laughs> yeah. If the kids are learning it, you know it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, a, there's a tape available for forty five pounds. <laughs> no, like a cassette tape. Yeah. Hey, kids, <laughs> it's easy as a demonic voice inside your head that wants to kill your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Of them. <laughs> yeah, six breaths for six demons in your head. Yeah. yeah. Are you hearing voices in your head? Try <laughs> meditation technique. Oh my gosh. Put a pan pipe in the background. Absolutely. <laughs> by none other than Guy the Masked Bard. <laughs> if um if we all do it together, does uh does Nkido calm down, do you think? Daryl, do you think he he because you say he was quite shaky with his tea oh, yeah. and stuff? Yeah, he's really shit up, and especially with the fact that he's just you know realised that he's been wandering for years. He's much older than he thought he was now, so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's there's a lot to wrestle with here, a lot of new information. So you all have a cup of tea. Juna leads you through sort of a guided <laughs> meditation. Guided meditation. Some of you find yourselves just drifting back off to sleep as well. I would definitely like to sleep, please, having done yes. the watch and um, done some sleep. Yeah, so if you take turns to swap over watch, and the night uh, passes without issue, mm. as does the whole day's travel. What, you give following. us a whole day and night without any trouble? Bloody hell. Without any trouble and being very wow. generous. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. And eight days after leaving Tillisham, Oh, hello. You find Vernock Rise. <gasps> the path uh, has been fairly well trodden so you've never felt like you didn't know where you're going and with Gwendolyn's map as well that she purchased oh yeah navigation has been pretty straightforward you see perched on a solitary hill that slopes gently up on one side before dropping away sharply on the other is Vernock Rise a whole city there are three grey walls that form rings that ascend the city giving it a stepped appearance as it slopes upwards and the last wall you can see even from a distance surrounds a castle that sits on the summit like a formidable cake topper. Oh. <laughs> it's just sort of like perched there, but all grey and dark. As you approach, you find the gates are wide open, and every building in the city is decorated with bouquets of white, yellow, and lilacs flowers, uh, giving the entire city a very flowery aroma. Juno will love it. There are quite a few people out. It's bustling everywhere, and you get the impression that there is some kind of celebration or festival because there's dancing in the streets, there is people playing games. Like I say, everything is decorated in these flowers. People are walking along, passing out flowers to each other. There's just a very joyous, happy feeling in the town. 
unlike the rally. The rally was very much like, way, let's get drunk and drugged up. This feels like a, a, a city in the throes of a festival. Oh my. <sighs> well, it appears we've well. arrived in time. We certainly have. This is thrilling. I've never been somewhere this big before and <laughs> to arrive during something like this uh, wow oh i wonder oh, uh, can i get uh, you you can i can i have some flowers please she asked the um, passerby yeah and a passerby like sort of with the little basket just um sort of hands one yellow one white and one lilac to you and says happy heart of spring and carries on uh, thank you happy harvest spring Whoop. i didn't quite catch it mm. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes turns around and he's like, the heart of spring. Oh, the heart oh. of spring. Oh. Thank you. Happy heart of spring to you too. Oh. Luck bring his blessings. And sort of carries on skipping away. Luck bring his blessings. Bring his yeah. blessings. Luck bring his blessings. No, luck bringer's blessings. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. Sorry. They're hard to understand the dialect in this particular <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. this place, really weird. <laughs> I... I I wonder if we want to keep a relatively low profile. Yeah, I think so. As we're um, kind of on a bit of a secret trip, aren't we? It seems everyone's quite distracted by all the flowers and yeah, general... That's we'll true. draw more Merriment. attention if we don't blend in and join in, perhaps. Yeah. The people who aren't joining in always stick out, don't they? Absolutely. They don't seem like they settled in. They don't seem like they're locals. I think we should like go out and like paint the town red. And yellow uh, and lilac and cream. Uh, okay. Um, and orange and violet and scarlet. <laughs> I mean, are we on a bit of a deadline to meet this? I mean, the day's uh, today, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh, yeah, we are just in time, actually. Yeah. Well, let's let's go. Let's um. Where was it we were going to a particular tavern, wasn't it? Uh, Ash Asherwin Rose. Oh my gosh, can't study. Remember He's got a study in the Ashwing. I wrote this down. Ashwing, <laughs> Ashwing District. I didn't write it down. Ashwing District. Oh, yeah, Vernock Rise, Eight Day, Heart of Spring, Illusion. He was an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, he said, "Come at the Heart of Spring in a northeasterly direction to the Ashwing District." Yeah, where he's got a study. Yeah. So I guess um, we need to find out where the Ashwing district is. Yes. I look around for a sign. Yeah. <laughs> I help him. <laughs> make an inve- One of you make an investigation check with advantage. Go for yeah. it. Okay. Natural 19 for a 26. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, as you look up, there's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of hoping there's one of those vending machines where you can put in like a, a silver piece and get like a map at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're looking for a map, there's definitely a little map seller. But the city itself, as you sort of walked in, is actually laid out very straightforward. There is a central path that leads up from the first gate right the way up to the castle at the top. Mm. And then you basically pass through three walls to get to that castle. The signs mark the districts in the lower ward as the craft quarter and the labour quarter to your left and right. And then another sign does point up to the second ward with signs to the left saying Ashwing District and to the right saying Dawn View. And then finally, you notice a sign that points up to the the castle itself, which is marked as Vernock Hall. Mm. David, is there any um, bakeries or any baked goods nearby? Uh, make, an, uh, make an investigation check. Um, 14. 14, yes, yes. You do find a sort of a stall selling selling baked goods. 
Uh, you can tell that they've sort of just been brought in from a bakery a little further off, but they've brought it to the main street. Cool. I just want to be really quick, guys. Guys, I'll be just one second. I just want to go and check. I'm just going to put my head and go, Hello oh, there, do you have any small rolls? No. <laughs> no, no, we got we got no small rolls here. <laughs> we got some bigger ones if you want a bigger roll. No, I'm okay, <laughs> I was just checking. I'll go back to my friends. Have a good day. <laughs> oh my god, she did it. <laughs> Well, there's the episode title. Yeah. No small rolls. Episode 18. No small rolls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! Grace here, keeping you updated with all things no small rolls related. I am thrilled to tell you that we are finally launching our Patreon this week. For those of you who haven't heard of Patreon before. It's a service that allows you to provide monthly financial support to your favourite content creators. So, if you'd like to support No Small Roles, you can do so. From as little as £3 a month. We have three levels of subscription to choose from. You can either have the teacup, the teapot or the tea caddy. Each of these levels will give you access to some fabulous perks. So look out and listen out for the details when we launch them this week. If you'd like to support us in other ways, you can drop us a review on iTunes or Podchaser. And of course, you can share the No Small Rolls love with your friends, family and on social media. Find us at No Small Rolls on Instagram and Twitter and just search for us on Facebook, No Small Rolls. Roll spelt R-O-L-L-S. If you're listening to this on the day of release, don't forget that Ben and Vicky will still be causing festive havoc in a Chris Mess Carol, Mess spelt M-E-S-S, on Zoom on the 21st and 22nd of December. The show features music by our very own David Knight and will commence at 7.30 GMT. Tickets can be purchased on Design My Night. Check out the show notes for a link to this production. That's all from me for now. Let's get you back to Vernock Rise. <laughs> Bring it back round to our sophistication. <laughs> uh, so yes, the Ashwing district you f- you find out is in the the second ward. So it's beyond two walls. The the outer okay. wall, an inner wall, and the Astri- Ashwing district is on the left. And we're still in the outer sort of outer bit at the moment. Exactly. Okay, I explained to the others where I think the Ashwing district is. So I think we need, we, to, head we need to head inside. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if these districts are all just going to be open or whether we can just let ourselves in or quite how it's going to work. So you start moving up toward the the next ward, as it were. Yeah. yeah. As as we go, Gwendolyn's trying to get like kind of taking any flowers that are handed to her and just making sure everybody <laughs> in the group has some flowers, just because she's just so excited to see flowers and just be somewhere that's jolly again, really. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Yeah, um. Does this look like a, a, pros- a prosperous city? Yeah, it's having a, like a festival, so everything looks its best. But mm-hmm. you know, do people look prosperous here. Or oh, make a make an insight check. <laughs> oh gosh, my favorite. <laughs> that minus one, baby. <laughs> so that's a three. <laughs> three. Um, it's it's hard to tell because it, like you oh, say, because five. it is so so decorated. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to tell, and people have have almost dressed up in their in their best clothes to join in the celebration so yeah it's hard to say how how prosperous or full of poverty it might be 
Right. David, can I check something like out of game for a second? Because I, I, mm. I, when the, the guy illusioned up, mm-hmm. what was it that he said? So he said to come and meet him in the Ashwing district yep. of Vernock Rise yep. in eight days on the Heart of Spring Festival. Yep. Because he could be there essentially undercover in his study. And he is worried that there is a conspiracy in the Arcanist Consortium. He said they're trying to hide something. Like, to do with the fact that they're covering up Savelt's involvement with stuff. Yeah. That, he thinks, is connected to something larger. He said something else, though. About a gnome. About a gnome. A gnome. Yeah. Yeah, he said there are other concerned parties, one of whom is a gnome. Did he give a name? No. Nope. Cool, I just wanted to check that before. Just the word gnome was enough to make you go, I'll do it! I yeah. know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of us go... Great, we will too. <laughs> we'll do what Juna says. Cool. I just sorry, I just wanted to check that before we get into yeah. no, sort of what we're doing. Cool. Thank you. So we're just Back having the, the poverty game. conversation. Yep. So you make your way to the inner wall. What you notice is that whilst the gates are thrown open here, there is a very big sign that says admittance to this ward will rescind for uninvited peoples. At the end of the celebration. Is that the the wall going into the Ashwing Districts and the, yes. the Dawn View? Exactly. Cool. Okay. So. So yeah, the I impression that you get is that you've got till the end of in. the day to... And that's why he's yeah. asked us to go. Th- um, before we do, what is the the makeup of the city? Mm. Oh, um, it's it's a sort of fairly classic Dravanian. Okay. Sort of populous. There's uh, a mixture of half-elves, half-orcs and humans roaming. Cool. Of all different... Colours and, and interestingly, there's this being a much bigger city compared to Tillisham, there are there is a little bit more of how to say like a fashionable choice mm-hmm. going on here. Yeah. There is a bigger variety of different hair colours, for instance. There's um different varieties of, of states of dress. Even with people dressing up, the fashion choices are sticking out just that little bit more cool. than they ever were in Tillisham. Mm-hmm. As you pass through to the second ward, you do notice that this area does feel much more prosperous than the lower ward that you just passed through. Mm. Whilst the lower ward has sort of a slight cramped feeling to it, this area feels slightly more spread out. The buildings look a little bit older and you get the impression that maybe the castle was built earlier and this was the the original town. Mm. You head into the Ashwing district, your left. Does anyone want to make an investigation check to find the study? Yeah, yeah, I will. Unless you want to. I will, I will help, Juna. Go. Cool. Roll with advantage. Investigation. Mm-hmm. Unnatural 20. Oh, my God. Yeah. Very nice. Thank you, Gwen, um, for that help. Oh, it made all the difference. <laughs> yeah. Gwen yeah. pointing out signs. Yeah. Yes. And flowers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it's partly with Gwendolyn, like, sort of collecting flowers from different people as she moves through. Um, I've just realised the frosting's it. worn off. Yes. And we, yeah. have, we still haven't told her about Dwayne's boyfriend. <laughs> oh, I remember everything. Oh, do you remember yeah, everything? Yeah, she does. No, but you yeah. weren't part of that conversation. Yeah, oh. you weren't part of the conversation oh, we've no. subsequently had. So we must, we must remember at some point, or into, <laughs> yeah, to, no, I, to I, discuss I, that. I remembered yeah. earlier, but given we had Enkidu stuff, I, I shelved it for the moment. Yeah, <laughs> I completely forgot about it till just now. Sorry, she's been like, she's been recovering and stuff. She's not, yeah. She's not been riding time to yeah. There has been a lot going on, hasn't there? Yeah, the two of you have this conversation as she's handing out flowers to passersby. <laughs> she's got too many by this point. <laughs> and it's in like a brief conversation with someone that you ask for Heron Ilwyn's study and you are pointed to his family house. Hmm. It's a very nice home. It's three stories high, quite large, really, as you walk up to it. It's not gated, it's just a door straight out onto the street. 
a nice cobbled street, but there are some very nice flower boxes that are kept along the front of it. Oh, look, you can get more flowers, Gwen. (laughs) I'm not sure these are for picking. Who's knocking on the door? I will. I don't have to, but yeah, Juna can go up and... There's a, a brief moment. The door swings open and there's an old... Chestnut-skinned half-elf uh, opens the door. Uh, Is he dressed... played by Ian McKellen, by any Ian chance? Ian McKellen. <laughs> um, and and he's, he's, got, he's, very, he's dressed very well, but uh, clearly in serving gear. And he says, uh, hello. Hello. Can I help you at all? Yeah, we're here to see Heron Ilwyn. He, he, he called for us. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. And you are? Friends. I don't mean to be rude, my dear. He has many friends. Who may I say you are to him? We are... We met in Tillisham. I'm Juna. Ah. He'll know. <laughs> Juna met in Tillisham. Okay. Closes the door straight in your face. <laughs> There's a brief moment. He wanders off, comes back again, opens the door and says, Yes, he is expecting you. If you just come and join me in the study. Uh and sort of leads you all into a little sitting room. Mm. So it's again, it's a very cosy space. Much smaller room than you'd imagine in a house like this. But there's enough chairs for all of you. A couple of little bookshelves. Uh, and as you all sit down, the butler sort of is, um, would anybody care for some tea? Have you got any twine tied? Oh, no, we've got some dragon barley. That sounds interesting. Yeah, we'll give that a go. Have you got anything yeah. a little stronger? Stronger? Yeah, like booze. Oh, um... Well, yes, I suppose. Uh, yeah, some of that will be nice as well, along with the tea. Thank you very much, good sir. Oh, uh, uh, ale or wine? Wine nut. <laughs> so ale? Yeah, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Not wine, ale, okay. You, you have a really weird way of asking for drinks, guys. Anyone ever told you <laughs> I thought he'd get the pun, but then he didn't, so... <laughs> So he wanders off again, and it's uh, you've got about four, five minutes or so sat alone in this sitting room. I'm looking at the books on the shelves. What does yeah. the tea taste like? We've not brought it back yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> make a make an investigation check on the bookshelf, Oren. Yeah. Mm, Eighteen. Eighteen. It's largely a collection of basic magic books, and even a few of the, even though these are kept very well you recognize a few of the titles yourself and they're things that you have read and studied but they're they they are kind of beginners guides as it were okay Hmm. is anyone doing anything else in the sitting room yeah and kiri is still a bit shook up from the um the other week (laughs) we drank a time (laughs) or was it six years ago (laughs) (laughs) um he's he's just sitting quietly i think juna's just sort of sitting with rowana giving her a bit of a oh Bit of a Aww. sort of stroke and letting mm. her hop about her. Aww. She's still sort of getting used to the uh, to the animal form. Mm. She seems quite happy. Good. Surprised, but happy. Good. Juna sort of doesn't tell her, but kind of gives her the idea that she's going to treat her respectfully and take care of her animal form. Oh, as in like cat? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> For a moment, I was like, you're going to... Kill her. Uh, <laughs> take care of her. Take care of her. <laughs> take care of her. Like genuinely look after. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell that she's quite appreciative of that. So after a while, the butler comes back in. 
the tray. It's a wobbly tray. Uh, puts it down, and there and is he's, like he's a small. He's transformed into Victoria Wood in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Very wobbly. Um, and yeah, he lays it down. There's a kettle, and he pours out a little cup for each of you. Pours a, a bottle of ale in a slightly larger mug for Gaius. He goes, uh, "My master will be here shortly. Please continue relaxing." And sort of wanders off again. What does the tea taste like? <laughs> it's uh, if anyone, anybody's ever tried a barley tea, it's a sort of nutty, smoky flavour to it. Cool. Ooh. Do you have it with anything? Do you have it with milk or lemon, or just have it black? He's just poured it plain for you, Ooh. and there's no milk on the tray. Okay. There are a few little biscuits that he's also bought out. Ooh. Oh, June is going to definitely split one with Rowana. <laughs> I think I'll skip the biscuits for now. <laughs> <laughs> and Keely has a biscuit. Yeah, How are you feeling, Gwen? Do you feel recovered from your frosting experience? I I think so. Yes. Uh, I I I know it wasn't really something I chose to happen, but um, I think I might have needed it. Yeah, somewhat. You know, not not something I would make a habit of. Of course, you, mm. you know, I I wouldn't. But but life um, experience is good, Gwen. Absolutely, and I think trying to learn to have a bit more perspective on things. I I think I've lived a much smaller life than most of you. Uh, I'm still catching up. I think in swathes. <laughs> well, I'll I'll go as quick as I can, or all that seems right, I suppose. Enkidu, I really appreciate you sharing what you shared with us. I I just nod and just kind of just sink into myself a bit. <laughs> Gwendolyn, make sure that he has some flowers as well. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you need them to stay undercover. I know how you like to stay undercover. I kind of tuck it between my shirt and my breastplate. <laughs> yeah. That looks very charming. He doesn't know what to do with the flowers and like this is the second time. What does this mean? Um <laughs> <laughs> Gwendolyn keeps parceling a flower. <laughs> it's covered in flowers. <laughs> I could just hear while we've been in this house, there's a grandfather clock silently, like solitary, like clicking. Yeah. We're just yeah. in a room, we're just a grandfather clock waiting. Yeah. yeah. Whilst we're all relaxing for a moment, Heron does appear in the doorway. Sort of ash grey, half orc, short blonde hair, brass rimmed spectacles. And he seems quite pleased to see you all. Sort of, he gives you a smile. Uh, yes, hello. Wonderful to see you again in person. Sorry about the whole interrogation thing that happened. Yeah, that was unpleasant. Yes, yes, it, yes, it was. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, a necessary. a necessary. Um, part of of the Arcanist Consortium work, so I think it all went well, though. Yeah? For who? Us or you? For all of us. Again, I should probably reintroduce myself. I'm Heron. Again, obviously, I remember your names. But, um, the work involved, sometimes the Arcanists can be much more forceful, shall we say. Yes. And, uh, Arcanist Zerevir seemed to be quite quite pleased with your responses and your attitudes towards the situation, so it's very rare for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings us to why why you've called us here. Hmm. Well, whilst uh, I was speaking with you, I was doing my own look, shall we say, at your at your 
personalities and your your trustworthiness, and I think I might need some of your help in a, an investigation of sorts. What kind of investigation? So to put it plainly, I think in my mind the Arcanist Consortium is built on a rotten foundation, and they are protecting that. And from what little I have been able to gather about the situation, I don't think it's something that should be protected. What makes you think that? Well, at the smallest connection, for instance, uh-huh. Kralavin Svelte was a founding member of the Arcanist Consortium. Oh, but he knew it. And if they are trying to keep his mm. continued existence a secret, then I am sure they're protecting something much worse. Juna clutches the bony finger that Deacon gave her back and is really glad she's still got it with her to prove to Mm. them that he still is dead. So a bunch of old mages decide to, I don't know, have power to themselves and hold on to it for as long as possible. Now, if Crow was still alive and able to wreak as much havoc as he was, are there other surviving founders? Not to my knowledge, exactly, but what can be surmised about the founders is that, well, a lot of their life has been put under lock and key, shall we say. Mm. The records are there that they helped found it. They were part of the uh, part of the uh, the expedition and the, the signing of the, the accords. They, they, they helped prepare the documents. And apart from that, there is very little evidence of their work, of their continued work. Who were the other founder members, or is that under lock and key? No, that we know. Their names are kept, their names are shared, uh, they're written in the history books, but to be honest, the Arcanist Consortium had a much more prosperous time after the founding, so once those were gone, uh, they were swept under the carpet. Just out of interest, how many founding members were there? Seven, all told. Seven? Seven. Including uh, the first king. Oh, okay. So what's this got to do with us then? Well, as uh, I am a fledgling member of the uh, Arcanist Consortium, I, I can't make too many waves without prying eyes. And so I was rather hoping that I could send you off to be my researchers, for want of a better word. Because we're expendable. Not expendable. You are less looked upon, shall we say. Much more covert than I could ever be. Stealthy. We are very good at that. Yes. As Guy says, though, what's in it for us, though? Yeah, why should we stick our necks for a, a dodgy establishment? But why the hell should we care? I could pay you. Well, yeah, okay, I'm sold. (laughs) 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 Payment, of course, can be negotiated. I, um, where I'm sending you uh, beyond anything of, of intellectual value, you're welcome to keep what you find. Where are you planning on sending us? Hopefully a great many places. Flourishes his hand and there is a small map that appears. Mm. It's a neat trick. 
Thank you. He passes it over to you, Arin. And what you see is a map of Dravain with three locations that are marked on it, each with a little note of their own. The first one, to the south, between Port Calera and Argent, is a note that reads... Ben's just putting his down. I need a copy of that. I've already found it, Ben! You got it. So yeah, on the southern coast, between Port Calera and Argent, Uh is a note that reads, Tower on the coast, only seen by moonlight. Possible connection to Archmagus Bruthus Lister, who resided nearby. Nice. There's another note to the east, nestled among the Fulosian hills, is a note that reads, Archmagus Geromir Hastan, said to have wandered into the hills before disappearing entirely. And then finally, to the north of your location, in the golden forest of the Lake Ward, is a note that reads... Descendants of Archmagus Erida Wingthrup fiercely claim the eastern edge of the forest, likely hiding something there. This is what I've written in my notes. Get notes from Ben. <laughs> get notes from Ben. Yeah, get notes from Ben. <laughs> yeah, so these three locations are marked on the map, and Heron says, If you could investigate any or all of these, that would be a, of remarkable help to me. Who are these people? Like, were they, were they members of... were members of the... Three members of the uh, the founding members of the consortium that we have managed to uncover some information about. Uh, a colleague of mine has uh, travelled a fair amount and pieced these, these things together. And especially seeing how you all have dealt with another founding member, Mr. Velt. Well, hopefully you'll be able to do much the same with uh, these three. Hmm. Do you know the nature of their relationship when they were serving together do they get on do they work to collaborate i we know that crowd did not like to collaborate and wanted to keep things to himself i i don't know beyond working together in the time before the accords uh, very little is known about them all of them were renowned to be uh, impressive spellcasters in their own right again in the time before dravain was formed they were the preeminent mages. And some of them, or at least mages at the time, were not always kind, shall we say. You want us to deal with them the same way we dealt with Kralavin Zvelt? I want you to investigate, learn what you can. If it has some connection to what the, the consortium are trying to hide, then then bring that news back to me. Okay, so we just go in and, like... I don't expect any of them to be alive. Uh, it's quite a surprise that Savelt was. So you're just expecting us to go and, like, be your eyes and ears, nothing else, not get our hands dirty, just eyes and ears. Exactly. Learn what you can, come back to me with any news. Uh, sounds okay. It's all very so you well think... you offering us money, mm. but for some of us, she shoots a look at Enkidu, it's not money that we're after, it's knowledge. Magic, that sort of stuff. I'm sure. I'm sure I can assist in in uh, anything that you need. Yeah. If you're willing to help me, I, I, from the sounds of it, you are. It's just payment we're talking about now. And uh, equipment, because we don't know where we what we're getting into here. That's true. Well, again, I can offer some funds for you to arm yourselves in uh, in the best ways possible. I myself uh, have very little in the ways of arm arm. 
<laughs> I myself have very little in the ways of an armory, but like I say, I, as part of our contract, as it were, I'm uh, very happy to, to fund you in this endeavour. Well, it's nice to have a rich patron. Yeah. You, you mentioned that this affects um, other, other people. You mentioned a gnome. Yes, um, a fellow academic of mine. Uh, he is the one who supplied the map. This map? Yes. Oh. And, and how does this affect him or her or they? Uh, him? I, I don't know. He has his own pursuits, uh, his own interests, and I'm sure just as I asked him for advice, he, he came back with this. Could we talk to him before we go? If we're deciding to do this? He's not in the city, but I can certainly send word. As I say, he travels a fair amount, so I'm not sure where he would possibly be at this time, but word could be sent to him, surely. It'd be nice to, to yeah, just to get his view on all of this. Yes, understand. If he's, ma- if he's making the maps and stuff. Heron, hmm. you seem to have got back here remarkably fast. I'm assuming you didn't go for a stroll down the road for eight days. No. You've got uh, other ways of travel? Yes, I have a teleportation circle in the house. Would you be able to assist us getting to one of these locations slightly faster? Oh, good point, Ben. Well done. Oh, certainly, yes. Yes. Although that would slightly scupper the whole being covert situation. Oh, oh, they've got ways of detecting who goes through them, have they? Well, more the places that I would send you are places that the consortium would use. Oh, I see. Yeah, we turn up in the middle of an arcane study exactly are there places nearer we could go to or is that a no-go as well so not the actual places but just giving us a bit of a i, I think well, no i think yeah that's that is the trouble with with uh oh, teleportation all, all circles of... yes uh, the ones i'm aware of sorry that is vicky's that is vicky's problem not june's <laughs> so these three arch mages these were three of the founding members mm-hmm. you've got some info on where they were last seen, basically, or what they were last seen getting up to. Exactly. And how long ago did any of these majors last last get seen? Between five and six hundred years ago. Wow. Not long after the signing of the Accords, they all seem to slowly, slowly fade from public view. Huh. And whilst some of these, I'm sure, might put you in... Uh, some path or some answers for for why they disappeared. Hopefully, some of them are just their their studies, their their own secluded workspaces, and that in itself will hopefully offer some answers. You just want us to go and sniff out information from their place, try and figure out what they were thinking when they founded the place. Is that is that the idea, Heron? Yes, and what the uh, the current consortium are. Protecting, protecting that information. They are. There is. There is a conspiracy of sorts. They are. There is some very definite moves to keep some information, or to destroy information, to keep it secret, covered up. That the high circle themselves are very much involved in. So, I just want to be sure, and other concerned parties just want to be sure that it is nothing nefarious. I have a question. Mm-hmm. To be appointed an Archmagus, I assume that you produce or achieve something magical of worthy note and you are raised to that status, right? Yes. 
Did each member of the consortium have a school of magic they were particularly keen on? For example, Crow was keen on necromancy. Did each of the consortium have a particular school of magic they were fond of? Mm, many of them uh, had some fame in a stronger school of magic, but uh, I do believe that their their disciplines were mixed uh, amongst them. Bruthas, for instance, to the south, he was known to be an illusionist of sorts, possibly why his tower is only seen by moonlight. Mm. And, and Kida, if you remember as well, with Crowl, he was interested in necromancy, but I would say he's also pretty fascinated divination. by divination. We're just like a, a confer as a group, sir. Of course, of course. I won't be able to speak to you again what? for the rest of the day. Uh, not to draw any attention. How do we get in touch? If you need to send words, just send a letter here, and uh, Nurum, my butler, will will pass it on to me in, in, in good stead, and we can organise a meeting. Otherwise, sh- if we are in some agreement, I can give you funds now. Well, just 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 yeah. just give us like a few minutes just, just to discuss. It's quite a big decision, and uh, oh, we haven't oh, heard everyone's oh, oh, opinion yet. Oh, yes. Oh, in which case, I'll just leave the room. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, Thank you very much. Um, Yes, so, yes. Aaron, Aaron, sorry, sorry, one final quick question, if I may. The mages, did, did, do, we know, do you know if any of them, the original mages, did they have any, did you come across any connection to Miraf or Solmiraf in your readings? No. Hmm. And he uh, turns and leaves the room. Ah, oh. oh, I was oh. about to insight check him. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I should have thought to do that. Well, I'll be back in a bit. Solmoreth. Hello. So, it sounds legit from from what I gather. I'm up for it. Basically, I'm up for it if everyone else is. It's, it's paid work and we're not being told to go anywhere, do anything too dangerous. Obviously, that can't be, that won't be what maybe happens, but mm. the, the briefing is just to go and be the eyes and ears and see if anything's unusual and report back to him. And it certainly might be a way of helping us uh, to, to find more important people who can help in Kidu. And mm. um, I mean, we were already kind of tangled up with it all, already. Maybe, maybe our skills are just what they need. I, the I, I feel like getting to the bottom of exactly what's going on in this consortium can't be, yeah. can't be bad. Yeah. Guy's gonna nod along and go. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. I think uh, I can. I can see the Enkido. You still don't trust the guy, and no. I don't think we need to trust him. But I think we understand that uh, what he's asking us to do. And uh, yeah, it's like uh, it's like these guys say. We're sort of in the thick of it already. He might as well, you know. He owes us a favor if we do this. I mean, he's paying us, but at the same time, he might owe us a favor. Yeah, and that might help you in your situation. Would <sighs> be good. Begrudgingly, yes, that's that seems to be the case. But at the same time, while I know that these are the people I least want to be involved with in the whole world, they are the people I probably need to be closer to the most. And they are sending us, or he is sending us, towards the most dangerous people in Dravenian history, potentially. Who were probably dead. Probably like dead. Him. What are the chances that one of the people on the list was... That fucking thing in the mirror room in Krauss Tower. Concerning me, it's why I asked how many founding members there were. 
Yes. And the answer that I got back, uh, I think, has cemented that theory a little bit. I don't know what cement is, but I've just invented it. But <laughs> <Yeah>. has... <laughs> cement exists in this world. must have cement. Yeah, yeah. they've got buildings okay. and stuff. There was three mirrors, wasn't there? Five. There five, five mirrors. Mm. There were three smashed mirrors. Mm. There was one with the weird eyeball and there was one that said, do not trust. So I'm thinking there are five mirrors plus Krell and the king. plus the king. Equals seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I might just, I might just be barking up a wrong tree on that. Ah, for enough money and with a, you know, with a potential to see and do freedom as demons, I think Guy would agree that mm. it's worth checking out and pulling that thread. Yeah. Yeah. Gwen, somebody's got How to. How do you feel? Yeah. Well, I, 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 I don't see why not. I think yeah. we're never going to be able to trust anybody fully. As long as we can start to learn to trust each other, then we've shown the signs of being a good team. And I feel like we're now all talking and being a bit more open with each other. I, I'm i kind of game for the adventure. I turn sharply to Gwendolyn. I'm like, are you sure you're ready? <sighs> like we could, there could be more death, more killing. I think... For me, so long as the killing is justified, I'm willing to do it. I just want to know that I can trust you all, really, and that we're on the same side. I see. Okay. Chance to poke around three creepy old mages' studies. (laughs) That doesn't come along every day. The amount of books you might find, Orin. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, keep them away from Enki, do you? (laughs) No burning. No burning this time in Kido. I'm guessing that wasn't your fault, though. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely going to be some uh, some tales worthy of songs from this, so yeah, I'm game. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, he can't talk to us for the rest of the day now, No, well, he just he's, went he's out only the left corridor. the room. Oh, I feel like that really got missed, that lovely Gwen moment. <laughs> what bit, sorry? Well, she said, I'm sure that wasn't like you. To oh yeah! Oh right. Then yeah. he was like, was so "I can't sweet. take it." I'm like, "No, yeah, yeah." <laughs> okay. It must have been the other guy. Yeah, it must have been. Spoilers: It was me. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't know that. Well, never does know. She know. Know. Never. <laughs> but one of you goes and gets Heron and informs him of your decision. The uh, offered amount of gold is 150 each, what? which obviously includes some money for you to go and sort of prepare yourself for the journey okay but 150 gold each with a slight promise of maybe more when you return with news we're getting 150 up front yeah well well he trusts us we could just die with this money you know (laughs) is he literally just giving us each 150 gold yeah Oren just sort of sits down on on whatever the the floor (laughs) the the butler brings it in in like separate pouches as well so it's literally a hundred a bag of 150 gold is plonked down in front of Orin. Whoa. How heavy is that? <laughs> it's not as heavy as you'd think. A little bit heavy, but not so much. Cool. Carryable. <laughs> Whoa. Um now I think business is concluded, yes? Okay. As I said, once you return with news, uh please send note to Nurum and uh he will pass news on to me and I will then contact you. A roundabout way, yes, but at least uh, it will keep things secret. Yeah? Is there any other business between us? Do you have any good recommendations of lodging during the festival? Oh, yes, I would head down to Drake's. 
in in the lower quarter, uh, the lower the lower ward. Drakes, it is lovely. Um, and yes. and do send Kierda our way if you uh, hear from them. Kierda, yeah. yes, I will. Yes, I, I'll be in contact with him. Great. And just so uh, and I don't mean to be rude. Hmm. Are all gnomes just old? Oh. <laughs> um. That is that is a little bit rude. No, not all of us. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just. It's just because we do age to a ripe old age. Well, yes. I, we just... There's just more of us that are 200 years old than most other folks. That's all. Mm-hmm. I see. Right. If you were up in Silmarath, you'd be seeing children and young'uns all over the place. Oh, well, yes. In which case, if you are at all kindly leave, I have work to get to. If you're staying for the festival, I would suggest you buy a gift for each other. What? The goddess is quite unhappy if you don't give a gift today. Oh. To someone oh. else? Yes. Which goddess? This is very exciting. The Dreamweaver, Luckbringer, oh. Lady of the Wilds, Sylvae. <laughs> oh, big fan. Big fan of that lady. Well, yes, but truthfully, you should give a gift. All right. right. Well, Gwen's already done that, I guess, so hmm. we have to follow suit. Fine. Okay. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. 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 I'm going to take one last look at him and then go out and follow the others. Do, do people often just give out 150 gold? Um, Not that I'm aware. No. Not normally before the deed is done. Well, I mean, in... what's to stop us just going? Nothing. That's the whole point. You receive the payment up front on the shared... Um, Agreement and awareness that the thing you're about to undertake has a lot of risk and that you shall be rewarded much more for when the task is complete. Now, this... More than this. Substantially. And think what we will gain on the journey to complete this job. Yeah, but how does he have this much gold? He works for the consortium. They effectively control the kingdom. They are... His pockets are unlimited. They are money bags, magic. Or it's a lot more dangerous than he's letting on, or he's much more desperate than he's letting on. Yeah, true. Mm. But he's just given out like 750 gold. I kind of get my hands on his shoulders and just, just give it a squeeze. and like, I know. I know what this feels like. You have to accept that this is yours. It's probably, am I right in guessing, I alone my voice, like, more than you've seen that one go, right? Just a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're much smarter than I am. You'll put it to good use. So just hold on to it. Don't spend it straight away. Just keep it safe. Stare at it. Go to bed with it. I don't know. But it's yours. You know, it's real. You can have it. You deserve it. Just let him go. Thank you to the worst enabler on payday. (laughs) (laughs) Spend it. (laughs) You do you, buddy. (laughs) Don't spend it. You just hold on to that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And as you all make your way out of Heron's house, Ilwyn Manor, you head back round toward the lower ward with Orin just feeling the very, very nice weight of a, of a bag of gold in his hand. And that's where we're in tonight's episode. Ah, <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. we got to go buy nice. presents. Yeah. You yeah. have to go buy presents. That's yeah. nice. Yay. That's or the goddess nice. will, will come for you. Do we do secret goddess? 
Yeah. I was just thinking of a play on Secret Santa. Secret <laughs> Goddess is perfect. You have been listening to David Knight as your dungeon master, Ben Galpin as Orin, Chris Watts as Gaius, Daryl Bailey as Enkidu, Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn, and Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe, and follow us on all the social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Anon! A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.